Hi folks, this is Bud Hughes, and it's time to raise the door on another edition of Bud's Garage. Hang on, you're now part of the fastest hour in radio, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Locally owned family businesses with over 120 years of combined experience. CarQuest nationally branded auto parts and warranties, and Oakwood Tire's wide selection of the best tire brands available. Local professionals to help you find the parts or tires you need, help you get them installed, and back on the road with a smile. Find out more at completeautoparts.net or oakwoodtire.com. On today's show, we introduce our new presenting sponsors, how cold weather affects EV batteries, and a new car kill switch law. All that and a whole bunch more informative automotive buffoonery. Right now, Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Welcome in, folks. This is Bud Hughes, resident car nut, and Tim T. Pasquale, upholster to the stars. How you doing today, Tim? I'm doing great, Bud. How's it going? It is going very good. Uh, going on right now, one of our favorite events, that is the Northeast Georgia Swap Meet. Uh, they started at 8 this morning in their Lanier Raceplex, and they'll be going on until about noontime. And as we know, noontime's a good time to go because... Uh, you know, if you hadn't sold it, you got to load it up on the trailer so you can get some, some good bargains by then. So check them out at uh, Northeast Georgia Swap Meet for the whole schedule for the year. Well, we're really excited. First show of the new year, and here we are with new presenting sponsors. We have uh, Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and & More. And we got all the guys here in the shop. Those Clint, Chad, Shof, and Mike Robertson. Welcome into Bud's Garage, guys. Good to be here. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. All right, this is going to be fun. First, we're going to we're, I'm going to go to Chad and, and Clint. A little bit of history about the family and and the you know the the family history of Complete Auto Parts. I used to buy a lot of stuff from Complete when I ran the Firestone over at the mall a million years ago, and uh, you know it is. It has grown and grown and grown, Complete Auto Parts. Tell us a little bit about how it started and, uh, you know, how it's grown to where it is. Clint, you want to jump in first? Yeah, sure. It, uh, it started as a junkyard. <laughs> that sounds like my five. garage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our grandfather started it in, in 1955. Yeah, 55. Yeah, 55. Yep. And it was a junkyard on Atlanta Highway where we are still at today. And um, he got into new parts. 58, 1958. Yeah. So that's how it got, how it got into the uh, retail new auto parts. That was yours. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. oh, did you well, want me to talk? Yeah, about? there you go. All right. Well, it's, it's no longer a junkyard by any stretch of the imagination. A beautiful facility you have. It's just jammed with parts. And, you know, the how many folks worked in the family business how many family members you know started working in the business when it was going and, and where it's at now well it started with just our grandfather i think uh, one of his daughters worked there one of my aunts worked there in the office for several years but that kind of went away just to all his employees just him basically and then our father started in the late 70s i guess and or maybe, or maybe i think when he got out of the army in the early 70s yeah early 70s and He's there, and then myself, I started in 86 in high school. I started delivering when I was 16 in high school. I started delivering and have been there ever since. Clint came on. He's a little younger than I am, so he came on a little a little after I did. 
Well, I've had the opportunity to meet Michael, who is Chad's son. How many other family members are in the business right now uh, as it continues? As it continues, right now, my son, he's the fourth generation there. He started about in 2013, just in high school as well, mm -hmm. just delivering, doing some things. And our man and Clint's sister runs the office for us, kind of keeps me and Clint straight and helps us do everything, the behind the scenes stuff. So what changes have you seen in your time in this business? I, I well, what I've seen is uh, go from points and condensers to uh, electric, yeah, electronic ignition and all that's changed. I remember when I first started, you would sell a points and condensers for a 350 Chevrolet every day. And you had to have, what, probably 50 of them on yeah. the shelf. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Easy. Now you, I, you never sell anything like that anymore. It's all... <laughs> Yeah, you and, can have and, about and carburetors to fuel injection. Mm -hmm. That was a you know. Yeah, it took ha half changed. the amount of parts that it takes now. It takes double auto parts to do what you do now, and obviously more complicated. It's not as easy, like Clint was saying, the points and stuff. It's just a, a little easier system now. It's all computerized and makes it a lot, a lot more complicated to fix a car. Well, speaking of the computerized stuff, you know the tools and things that you have there at the store. How can that help the the new? technicians or the the old technicians like me that remember points condensers <laughs> how can you bring them up to speed uh a car quest backs you up do they have training schools and things like that for the parts or parts professionals or some of the mechanics yes they have a, a classes they do quarterly for for their professional shops that they can attend and a lot of it's online now so they can look at videos and pull up uh, the previous classes and it'll be about certain things you know whatever uh, speed sensors or very technical or whatever they need you know AC just lots of programs that CarQuest offers. Do you find that the new technicians or the new customers that haven't been around or working on their cars uh, for a while I think the pandemic brought out more more people that were working on their own cars because they had to keep their cars, you know, longer. You couldn't get a new car, that kind of thing. Do you think your new co your customers have been surprised by the difference in price from a points and condenser set to electronic ignition stuff or alternators or things like that and they need to put on their cars? Uh, about, yeah, well... Yeah, they all complain about it being too expensive, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but, you know, it's gotten simpler, too. You don't have to replace. You get you got a coil over your... You don't have plugs and... Well, you got spark plugs, but you don't have wires anymore. you got a coil on every cylinder head. So, and you can... Re and Mike could probably knows more about this than we do, but you can replace just one coil if you need to. You don't have to replace all eight of them or all six of them or all four of them. Or you can replace one. And But to do that... You're going to have to have a computer to tell you which one's bad. So that's how things have changed. Do you have those computers available? We can order those. We don't keep them in stock because they're real expensive, but we can order them, and we do all the time. But you know, Mike, uh, Mike would have one at his shop. He would yeah, have one More there. professionals. No, we do have your, you know, your basic do-it-yourselfer uh, scanner that will give you the basics, but it's not as technical. It will get you in that area, but it might not totally help you fix that problem. So what makes your store unique from the other parts houses in town? Well, I say it's you got owner operators there. I think, you know, you have more local people, our employees, which I guess your your box stores have them as well that are from the community, but 
when you buy from us, you're buying from a family that's lived here. My kids went to high school here. I went to high school here. My dad went to high school here. Just total local. And I, I think people buy from people. They uh, they like us. And I have I mean, you, they like who they're dealing with. They come in, they know, they see the same faces. We don't have the turnover that maybe some of your of other people do. I've had guys that one of my guys has been there 47 years. Um, wow. And, and, and one of the least amounts probably been there 10 years. It's just uh, definitely a lot of familiar faces when you come in our location. And me and Clint are there 99% of the time on the counter helping. My son's there. Just It's just a totally local experience with the advantage of a big part store. We have with the CarQuest franchise, we, we have everything that a big box store has, same warranties, same anything that you would want from a big box store we can offer just more personal experience, I think. Well, it's, it's important that you mention CarQuest because CarQuest is a nationally recognized brand. Um, so the, when somebody buys a part and they drive to California and they have an issue with it, they have no issue with it. That is correct. It's just like they bought it. They can go to any CarQuest or we have service centers that are associated with the CarQuest franchise that you could just find that, which are all over the country. And if you bought it from me, you can go get to one of those service centers and get it handled and get it taken care of and shouldn't cost you anything. Just be a total exchange. How many service centers are there nationwide? Last time I checked, I think it was like 1,800, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So play a bunch of places For, to go. You're correct. And a lot of between our stores, there's... What six? Six at forty-five hundred or five thousand stores Are between you, the CarQuest Advanced World. No, it's like seven thousand. Seven thousand, I guess. Between the CarQuest Advanced, people probably don't realize as a uh, as a family there. Uh, Advanced Auto actually owns the CarQuest franchise. We're the uh, commercial side of the Advanced World. Okay, all right. And people probably don't realize that. I've been in the store and I noticed that you've got uh, quite a selection of tools. You've got tools for the do-it-yourselfer. Okay, and you've got tools for the professional, and then on the counter you've got tools like diagnostic tools and stuff that are available through the catalog. Um, so you've got that all covered as far as people are concerned about, you know, being able to have the stuff to work on the car without breaking the bank. That is correct. Yes, we have anything from economy to high end, just whatever you would like, and um, with our network we get deliveries we get about 10 deliveries a day from our distribution centers so we we also i'm just throwing that in there to let people know you can you know if we don't have it sitting right there i'm not can get it today 99 percent of the time we can have it the how, same day how can folks learn more about complete auto parts and uh you know come visit the store and yeah definitely come visit the store call us visit us online at completeautoparts.net you can order online ship to your home pick up in store Anything you like, and get most of your information from the website or call and just talk to one of us. Okay. Can you guys stick around for a little while? We're bringing Mike in. We're going to have the three musketeers or the three amigos. Definitely. And we'll, uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about this partnership. We'll be right back here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk. WDUN. Welcome back into Bud's Garage, presented by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. Shop, garage, or driveway, and they have the parts, the tires, and professional advice to help you get the job done right. Well, we are sitting here in the garage today with Chad Schof, Clint Schof, 
and Mike Robertson of Oakwood Tire and More. Mike, you've been here for the last 10 years. And it's getting, yeah. And you keep coming back. (laughs) Keep coming back. It's fun. (laughs) All right. I'm going to ask you a few of the questions that I asked the the guys here from uh, Complete Auto Parts. How did you get into this whole tire business and all that kind of stuff? Well, I wanted to go to work with my daddy. So uh, he owned a Dixie Tire in Gainesville and downtown Gainesville where Peach State Bank is right now. I think Peach State's moving, but... uh, you know, wanted to wanted to be like dad, so I just went to work with him and uh, and just went in the family business. And then when he sold out, I uh, went out for a couple of years on my own on doing stuff, and then was able to buy Oakwood Tire uh, 15 years ago now. <laughs> what year did you start there, well, Mike? Well, I graduated high school in '82, and I started working when I was 13. So somewhere around '76, I guess, started going to work with daddy, but okay. really working full time in, in about '82. Mm-hmm. And how many family members are working at? Oakwood Tire now. Well, uh, right now my my son works for me, but uh, you know we, we we're a big family down there. So I got uh, you know all of us there feel like a big family. But my son's my only blood relative. How have you seen the tire business morph from where you first started out to what you're doing now? Well, just like you heard uh, points and condensers in the last segment, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to talk about recap tires in in this segment, I guess. So recap tires and. True in tires, that's changed. You don't see a recap tire anymore. And uh, a bias ply tire, you don't really see it anymore. Uh, even 14 and 15 inch and 13 inch tires are becoming antique tires. So, uh, really? Oh. Got to start finding them somewhere on the website for antique tires. So, it, it, it's 16, 17s, 20s, 22s now is what, what the big deal is with, uh, with tires. Now, I remember balancing tires and wheels as an assembly on a car. We had a uh, wheel that would spin it up and you had these these discs that you you know could yep. lose fingers yep, messing I ha- with <laughs> i have done that before yes i sure have uh, they still do any of that kind of stuff or don't do any of that you've got a, a road force balancer now that takes the weight of the tire and the weight of the wheel and then as you move the tire on the wheel to counterbalance it and then balance the tire so these computerized machines that are about twenty thousand dollars what they have to to balance these tires and wheels now so mike when did your friendship start with the show family well back in the back in the early 80s i guess uh chad was still in high school i was out of high school and uh we were dating a couple girls and chad ended up getting married and i was in his wedding so uh, i'm to blame for all that (laughs) thank you yeah When did your business relationship start with Complete Auto Parts? I, I've, I've already talked about it a little bit, but, you know, I was dealing with, I don't know what generation it would have been back in the, the 80s, but, you know, dealing with Complete when I was at Firestone. So when did your relationship start as far as uh, the parts business? I think uh, my dad and Chad's dad had a, had a relationship. I don't think it was as good as mine and Chad as far as the working relationship was, but... Uh, uh, so we were doing business at Complete All Parts with Dixie Tire, but the, immediately when I moved to Oakwood Tire, uh, that's where we went, and that's where we've been the whole time. The the decision to become the presenting sponsors of Bud's Garage, uh, tell us a little bit. You, all three of you can chime in on this, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll edit out what we need to, but go <laughs> ahead and uh, tell us how this all came about. You can tell them, Mike. I just called Chad and said we got to do this. So let's let's go do this. Uh, felt like it was good because it's a it's a match. We're we're a family business. He's a family business. This is a family show. This is a family radio show. Uh, you know, it's it's a family 
WDBN's known around Hall County and other areas, but uh, it's all about all about family and and the working relationships that we have and local, 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 local. Well, that that's what got us involved in the show, and the you've got I think it's either twelve or fourteen partners that are in the show with you that have been on the show since the day we launched it, and we're going into our eleventh year. So we wanted to keep it local. We wanted to keep it where, you know, the listeners are going to the businesses that we represent because we go to the businesses. You know, it's not about, it's not about just yamming on about go here, go there. We, we do business with you. And, uh, you know, it's very important to us to have people that we trust, and much like your customers, you know, to come in and deal with them and, and uh, have them on and share their expertise. And uh, we take it very seriously that you come in and, you know, give us your expertise uh, from time to time and, and keep us straight and let us know what's going on. And Mike's, you know, he knows how to do it. So he'll, he'll tell you, just slap me upside the head every once in a while and <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it going like we can. Exactly. Any, uh, anything else you'd like to add in introducing this, uh, this cooperation between, uh, between businesses to uh, being on the radio? Yeah, I'd say for me, uh, when then we went to CarQuest, it helped me also because, uh, like we said earlier, 99% of the time, you're going to get a part that day. Uh, so that's important when you're in the, in the tire business and in, in the automotive business like I am in the repair shop. You want to get that part and get that customer fixed and get them out and, and on the road. And so when I know that I make a phone call, uh, if they don't have the part, they, they have the opportunity to get the part locally. Uh, at worst, it's 24 hours, and, and we get our customers back on the road. And the fact that if you break down, if I put a part on it and it fails you in Florida, you just find a technic shop and you, you get that part fixed. So I, it's not like I'm the only shop that can fix your car. If you're out and about, you go find a technic shop, you get it warranted. Because just like everything in the world, you're going to have bad parts, you're going to have a bad dishwasher get put in you're gonna have a bad washer and dryer you're gonna have something go bad and that can happen and when it is they're there for you so that backing is a lot to me so it's a lot like the tire end of things absolutely send somebody down the road um one question i didn't ask you is when did you go from oakwood tire to oakwood tires and more and what does more encompass well we're still really oakwood tire that's kind of our slogan the oakwood tire more more encompasses just about everything. We we'll, we can do air conditioning. We do. Uh, it's just more than tires. If you don't need an engine or transmission, we usually can get it fixed. We do lots of brakes. We love doing brakes at Oakwood Tire. Uh, lineups, lift kits, lower. If you want your vehicle lowered, uh, we, we'll do anything but an engine and a transmission and try to get try to get it done. Anything we can get in four or five hours done in a day, we'll, we'll get done. How about you guys at Complete? Can you get us an engine or transmission if we need it? Definitely. Yeah, you, we can get them. If you need them. You Transmissions, get em. engines, we can do it. All right. Well, it's great to have you on board. Uh, looking forward to doing more of this. And uh, like I say, welcome to the uh, scene of the crime. Thank you for having <laughs> us. All right, man. We'll be right back here, Bud's Garage, on North Georgia's News Talk and 515 FM 102.9. WDUN.
Welcome back into Bud's Garage, brought to you by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and more. Where the pros and folks who know go for parts, tires, and service. You're darn right they do. Our guest right now is Brian Moody, and he was our eyes and ears. Uh, He is, of course, the executive editor for Kelly Blue Book, but he was the eyes and ears for Tim and I at the L.A. Auto Show because our travel allowance is slim to none. Yeah. Brian, how you doing, man? Hey, Brian. I'm good. How are you guys? Doing great. Now, the, the L.A. Auto Show is in mid-December. All right, so it's, it's passed. When's, when's the next major show coming up? January, February? Uh, the next one, yeah, it would be probably in terms of major auto shows. There's ones happening in medium to, to you know large cities all over the place, but the next major one in terms of the industry would probably be Chicago in February. In February, okay. What did you see... What kind of trends did you see at the show in L.A. that will probably carry over to the other big shows? So here's a couple of interesting things. Of course, there was a new Mustang, and that was, you know, like all the buzz. Everyone's talking about a new Mustang. And, you know, a lot of people like to give, I think it's, I don't think it's completely true, but people just tend to go the easy way, which is say, oh, my gosh, electric cars. And, you know, they just talk about that. So the new Mustang is not electric. It's a gasoline-powered car. And so in talking to Ford, they kind of explained it like this. They also had a new Super Duty uh, F-Series truck there, too. So that was interesting. So their explanation was something like this. The Mustang GT is going to mean a V8-powered car. That's what Mustang GT means. Mm -hmm. However, if you want an electric Mustang, well, they have that, too. And if you want to, you know, the base model, the EcoBoost uh, affordable Mustang, they're going to have that too. And then on the other end, the Super Duty, of course, you can get a diesel version of that. And then they have the electric F-150 and then the electric Mustang. I feel like the trend there is maybe we need to pump the brakes on, oh my gosh, everything is going to be all electric in 10 years from now. I don't think that's true. And I think automakers are beginning to see that. Well, they did to stop the purists from camping out in my yard tonight, uh, <laughs> the when you said there's going to be an electric Mustang available, you're talking about the Mach E, right? Right. Okay. And that's well, from Ford's perspective. They're saying if yeah, you want that, yeah. there it is. If you don't, yeah, there, that's right. I, I think that's a, a good choice. Um, SUVs was was the show loaded with SUVs? There's always lots of SUVs. Um, you know, the the bigger deal than I think SUVs was some of these, like there was a hydrogen-powered supercar, this thing called the Hyperion X1. That was a little bit more of a big deal. Um, then there was the electric uh, Silverado. But at the same time, right there on the stand, there's, you know, the Corvette Z06. Um, in terms of SUVs, there's an updated Kia Telluride. Kia, I mean, you know, those are made... Kia builds cars here in Georgia. Yeah, right here. Yeah. So the Telluride is an amazing vehicle. They have updated it slightly. They didn't mess around with it too much. And that's really that was really cool. Um, as well as the Nissan Pathfinder. I forget the exact name. I think it's called Rock Creek. It's kind of like more of a off-road-ish type of thing. So right. no one's really going to do serious. You're not going to do across the Sahara in a Nissan Pathfinder, but you might want to do some weekend uh, hunting or fishing or fire roads or snow or that kind of stuff up in the mountains. And so that was an SUV that's worth, you know notable and worth mentioning, as well as the new Subaru Impreza. So that all-wheel drive 
um, affordable. I don't know. There's something about Subarus that just kind of that I just like. I can't explain it. They're more than the sum of their parts, I think. Mm -hmm. What about small trucks, Brian? So there's the Frontier uh, at the at the Nissan booth. There's the Maverick, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's going to be a growing market for smaller, and I say this not in a bad way, but less capable pickup trucks. I think people are starting to come to terms with uh, how much pickup they need right versus how much they've been buying mm -hmm. so for example hyundai santa cruz that's a good example that's a cool truck that's a yeah. pickup yeah it's, it's i don't know like technically the term is it really a pickup or is it i don't know but whatever it has an open bed and you put pickupy stuff in it and the same as the maverick right the maverick is great like you drive the maverick and you're like boy this is this is all the truck i would ever need me personally mm -hmm. if you're a contractor yeah you're probably going to want an f-series um i think there's going to be an increasing market for small trucks just because I think that's that's what people listen when Ford makes the Maverick and they sell out of them before they even hit the lot that's a good sign yeah right right people are saying something well I, so many folks are using pickup trucks as their their primary vehicle you know when you mentioned the bigger trucks the F-150s the right the the Maverick can really the four-door maverick can really accommodate a, a small family it doesn't have you know you don't have mm -hmm. the option of um you know like an suv with third row seating but you're right if if the trimmer level is right it can satisfy a lot of needs uh, because you're not going to tow a dozer with it but you can get it trimmed out and, and have a pretty nice vehicle no right and with just the gasoline engine by itself option with the towing package you can you have a small trailer mm -hmm. if you want to make Home Depot runs on the weekends. Yep, yep. And only have one vehicle. And that's a, that's one of those vehicles, uh, Brian, that is a hybrid pickup truck. Anybody else uh, looking at a hybrid pickup truck? Uh, there are. So, yeah, the interesting thing about the Maverick is that the hybrid version, I believe, is the base version. So Correct. that's like what yep. you get right off the bat. Yep. You can get a bigger engine if you want to do more towing. Um it seems like, I'm not sure if this is wise or not, but it seems like we're kind of skipping hybrids in some way, and some are going straight to electric. How many headlines have you seen where it's like such and such, all electric by 2030? That's right, like yeah, that. yeah. I think that's a mistake because here's a good example of, of, of how that could work or how it seems to be working well. Kia has this new small car called the Kia Nero. Well, the Kia Nero is available in three different powertrain configurations, but it's all still the same model. So there's a Kia Nero battery electric vehicle, fully electric, um, start to finish. You charge it up at home or a charger, that's how it works. Right. Then there's a Kia Nero plug-in hybrid. Mm -hmm. You plug that in, drive for gas and you know electricity alone, and then there's just the Kia Nero hybrid. You never plug that one in. It works kind of like a typical Prius. I think that's the way forward. People can choose, you know, just like back in the day when you were buying a, a, whether it was a muscle car or whether it was a sedan or a pickup, you could pick a straight six, you could pick a small V8, you could pick a big V8, you could pick a gigantic V8 with two four barrel carburetors. That's kind of what I think makes sense going forward. There's this variety in electrification depending on your price point and what your needs are. And I think that's an excellent marketing decision because, uh, the range anxiety is a big deal. You get a plug-in hybrid or, or a hybrid, uh, it's not a big deal. 
you know, because that's uh, right. You, you can. My wife has a plug-in hybrid escape, and let me tell you, we, we don't put a lot of gas in it because she doesn't do a lot of driving that's over forty miles. And uh, so I right. think I think you're right. It's a it's an excellent uh, stopgap in in building vehicles to to bridge all the all the options that are available. Yeah, and I think that it's worth looking into if you do a lot of around town driving. I had a Volvo for a few months, a Volvo XC60 plug-in hybrid. I was getting 80 miles per gallon. Right. I wasn't really trying to do that. That was just how my how we use the car. So I think plug-in hybrids are definitely worth a look because it's the best of both worlds. <clears throat> I don't think, honestly, when we say range anxiety, I don't think that's properly titled. I don't think people doubt that the car can go as far as they say. It can't. Correct. I think it's more time anxiety. Once you start getting below 50%, uh-huh. how much time is this going to take me? <laughs> Do I have to sit right. at a charger somewhere yep. in the middle of nowhere? Do I have to plug it in at home overnight and it's going to take 10 hours? I think people are more worried about the time it's going to take as opposed to the distance that they're able to drive. All right. Well, how can folks learn more about this and learn all about Kelly Blue Book and the services you offer? Yeah, go to kbb.com, and there's lots of great stuff there, uh, car reviews, um, pricing, of course, if you want to find out the value of your current car, how much should you pay for a car you're about to buy. Kelly Blue Book is good for all that kind of stuff. Fantastic. Brian Moody, executive editor for Kelly Blue Book. Thanks for taking the time to be with us here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk, WDUN. Back into Bud's Garage, brought to you by Complete Auto Parts and Oakwood Tire and More. Locally owned, nationally backed, and happy to serve you. What a great winning combination. It is, is, it is. You know, we're not a political show, but <laughs> yeah. while you and I were getting ready for Christmas, mm. and everybody else were making plans for Christmas, our employees, our employees in Washington, D.C., were cramming an infrastructure bill that they hadn't read through Congress. Yeah. You couldn't possibly read it. It was too many pages. It was like 4,000 yeah. pages. Yeah. No, 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 you, I'm, there's statistics on how much we can read in a in an hour, and it would have taken you. Oh, right. You know, right. I can. Four weeks to read the thing. I can barely focus on a caption anymore. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm still with, I'm still <laughs> looking at the pictures. All right. <laughs> According to an article written by former Representative Bob Barr, part of that bill was a law requiring kill switches on new cars. And that is very dangerous. Well, your, your present car already has a lot of this stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um, that if, if the, something goes wrong with the car and the car senses it, it can put your car into limp home mode. Right. Um, and, you know, to prevent you from doing damage to your car. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can use your black box uh, in a, a court of law uh, if you're in an accident. And, right. Uh, so there's, you know, the insurance companies can use it. The authorities can use it. And there are devices that car dealers put on certain cars, uh, oh yeah, and that they can keep track of. And sure. you know, so a lot of this, a lot of this stuff is already out here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the article didn't mention big rigs, but big no. rig drivers have to go through, you know, some some hoops uh, because their trucks will shut down if they drive too right. many hours. In that right, with the ELD. Okay? Right. Well, what they're talking about, and of course, you know, um, 
Uh, it, it sounds like a good idea and concept. Mm-hmm. You know, you're chasing the bad guys, and the police can flip, yeah, a, flip switch a switch and your switch car and shuts off. Shut off, right. Well, right, right. that's okay, I guess, if you're chasing the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But if you're driving down the road and um, somebody decides to shut your car off, it can cause a catastrophic accident. Exactly. And let me tell you how I know. Tell me. We had a vehicle. I won't name names right now, but we had a vehicle mm-hmm. that the air pedal in your, you know, in the cabin, mm-hmm. we used to call it a gas pedal. Gas it hasn't pedal. been a gas pedal for 15 years. Right. But the air pedal in your car is connected to the throttle body, which is the part that makes the car accelerate, mm-hmm. lets air in, and then based on how much air is coming on the fuel injectors, put fuel in the engine, et cetera, et cetera. But the system we had in this particular vehicle was wireless. So there's no physical connection between your foot and the engine. Oh, no. And that's the way most cars are now. Right. Especially your front-wheel drive stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's so much easier to package if you don't have to mess with the cables. Oh, stuff. sure. So it was Jan's car. She's driving along. She said, my car shut off today when I was driving. I said, what? And uh, I, couldn't, I couldn't get it to do it. I took it out, and I, I couldn't get it to mm-hmm. do it. So I'm going down a highway yeah. at 75 miles an hour, and the car went to idle. Now, I kind of sort of expected it because she had mentioned the car was doing something funky. So I got off the road and out of the way. But if, you know, if you were in, in traffic where it was bumper to bumper yeah. and you're going 70 in the car, it didn't right. shut off, but it went to idle. Now I'll get to that in a minute. So, you know, it's, it's a very dangerous thing because oh, sure. all of a sudden, you, you know, your, your speed decreases. And so I got it off the side of the road and, and shut it off, turned it on, it recycled itself and it drove fine. Well... I found out later that it was a common problem with the vehicle, but there hadn't been enough of them to order a recall yet. Mm-hmm. So I replaced the, the defective part, or the suspected defective part. I replaced it, and I hung on to it. Six months later, they put out a recall on it. So I took it in and got my money for, you know, okay. buying the part. Yeah. But what they're talking about here is shutting the car off. Right. Here's, here's the difference. When, when the car would go to idle, you still had brakes, you still had steering, because the engine was still running. Exactly. Here they're talking about shutting the car Shutting it off. off. So you, you lose control. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden your, your nice, easy power steering goes to manual steering, and uh, things go wrong in a big hurry. Right. And they think this is a good idea. Yeah. So there's going to be, and they're, they're, they're talking, it's probably going to take five years to get this to happen. Mm-hmm. But they want to do it to to all new cars and then they want to come back and do it to you know hot rods and everything else have really? to have some kind of system on them to shut them off we're getting just a little bit too much concerned about yeah controlling things exactly exactly but it's in the bill and it's passed so mm. it's been signed in the law for what it's worth for what it's worth i mean there's all kinds that opens the door for hackers absolutely coming in the back door yeah i mean there's yeah what was that book that we read? Remember we interviewed that author? I got I to find, find that. That that author was on Bill Main's show, and I got to find that. That was that was a fascinating book. Oh, yeah. Because the cars were all controlled, you know, remotely, mm-hmm. and you didn't even see what was out in front of the car. You were in a, you were in a cocoon you were in a, a capsule oh. or something. Oh, Weird. that's freaky. Well, what was uh, Orson Welles' book, 1984? Yeah. George Orwell. George Orwell. I'm sorry, what did I say, Orson Welles? Well, that was close. Yeah. George Orwell. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> one, of those, one of those guys. And we got through 1984. But yeah, but it's, it's, it's weird stuff. Yeah. And, uh, so many complications going on. 
Well. Well, we've had some cool weather here in the south and everywhere else, basically. Oh, yeah. And uh, we found out that EV batteries are affected by cold temperatures. Really? More than what we even knew? Well, it, it is, uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of funny because I've noticed in, in our little uh, escape plug-in mm -hmm. hybrid, now it's in a garage. I don't always heat the garage that, that uh, the car is in because it stays pretty, you know, pretty warm. Yeah. You know, 40, 50 degrees. When we got really, really cold weather, I heated it because I got, you know, a sink in there. Yeah. So we didn't want it to freeze up. But I noticed that, you know, even charging the battery with the 240 charger instead of my the range when you get in the car being 39, uh, 41, or 42 miles, uh -huh. it's dropped down to the mid-30s. Wow. Just from temperature. Just from temperature, isn't it? So, so, you know, it's a, it's a 15, 20% drop. Mm -hmm. But there was some some ugly things on YouTube and, and some of the other media sources about Teslas right? that were in zero degree weather. And the drivers would take them to the Tesla supercharger mm -hmm. and the charger wouldn't charge because it needed to get the batteries up to temperature. And one guy said it took six hours of him sitting in the car at the supercharger station. Six hours he camped out in the car before the battery was warm enough to charge it. Isn't that crazy? I think I'd have found Your something. thoughts, Bill? All I know is Rupert started up just fine over that, that period. I had no problems. I may have had to drop in mileage. Yeah. But I had no problems with operation, right. and I was a little concerned about it, Well, you, you, you really needn't be in a hybrid because yeah. you're going to get there in a hybrid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know, but what I was concerned about with a plug-in hybrid is that first 40 miles is strictly on battery if the car is set up that way. You can change that around so you know, it's not like that. But we just left it as is. You're mm -hmm. 40 miles on the battery, and then the hybrid system kicks in. Yeah. But the Tesla driver doesn't have that option. No. And uh, what they were finding out was, uh, I, gu I guess what, what struck me was these people don't charge their Teslas at home, apparently. Right. Well, maybe they don't they're have the They're dependent upon, yeah. They're, they're well. Yeah, anyway. that's crazy. I noticed that the mileage on my hybrid escape went down to about 42. Usually I can average around 50. So that being said, I got a quick car here to the week. Okay. Both wood tire and more. Yeah. Get your regular battery checked, your 12-volt battery. Oh, absolutely. They can tell you how much life it's got left in it. Mm -hmm. yes. Check them out at Oakwood Tire and More, exit 16 or 17 off 985, 3120 Atlanta Highway. You got a quick tool of the week for us from yeah. Complete Auto Parts? From Complete Auto Parts. This is made by Lyle. It's an ex pair of exhaust removal pliers. Uh, so... This it, is cool. It separates the exhaust hanger brackets from the rubber supports. Which is not easy. No. If you do if it with you, screwdrivers. Right, right. <laughs> That's a part number 38350 available at Complete Auto Parts. And I might add that the instructions also come in French and Spanish. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neither so of which I can speak. Somebody at my house is going to be able to figure it out. Oui, oui, monsieur. Yeah. Well, that tip is brought to you by Tim's Auto Upholstery, but this is a cool, cool tool. Oh, yeah, Check it, it is. Check it out at uh, Complete Auto Parts. Year One provides our podcast every week, the Muscle Car Restoration Experts. And uh, anything you need for them, they're in Cornelia, Georgia now. And right. we'll let you know what's going on with the uh, grand opening very shortly. Next week's show is going to talk about Joe Gibbs' electric cup car, Ford News and Rumors, and the difference between battery chargers and battery maintainers. Okay. Which also came into play during the cold weather. On the Overdrive podcast, we've got a backstory of Bud and Tim. We're going to interview each other so people know, you know, where this whole thing started, the show and the podcast. Mm -hmm. And then we have a special guest that will be Motorsports broad 
motor, automotive broadcaster. Let's put it that way. Uh, Bob Barsha. Yeah. Four decades of experience. Tremendous, uh, tremendous, tremendous yeah. story. Yeah. Remember tremendous. to keep between the ditches. Shiny side up. We'll see you next week right here at Bud's Garage on North Georgia's News Talk, AM 550 and FM 102.9. WDUN. Have a great weekend.